0: This is the Clydesdale Fitness and Friends. Thank you so much for joining us. Make sure you hit that like, subscribe, and notifier button so you can be aware whenever a new episode is available. Also, leave a comment and a review. We would really appreciate that. And now, off to this week's episode of the Clydesdale Fitness and Friends. I'd like to take this time to thank our sponsor RX Smart Gear. Dave and his team have developed the perfect jump rope to counter common performance miscues, which in turn enhance the learning experience. They have an ergonomic grip and a swivel connection for better accuracy, and the resistance levels have helped with better timing. And the custom sizes promote proper form and technique. It's built durable to stand up to the rigors of intense workouts, and it was in fact prescribed to help you get better. That's how the RX Smart Gear Jump Rope was born. Dave Newman and his team have been a great partner for us in the podcast, and we appreciate him so much for all of his support. So don't forget to use the Clydesdale 15 discount code at checkout and get 15% off your order at rxmarkyear.com. And don't forget that that excludes new releases and special editions. We are so excited to now have mobility movement as a partner. Their holistic approach to recovery is second to none. This is not just a program that helps with your flexibility and mobility. It also assists with stress release and sleep, two key factors in overall recovery. The website gives you a plan for, for each week, saves your favorites, gives you sleep protocols, has a specific protocol for your first week joining. And then there are these new things called open snacks, which are super cool. Here you are given quick warm-ups and cool-down protocols for the open wads, featuring elite athletes Allison Scuds and Saxon Panchik. And who doesn't need recovery after those open workouts? The extensive library available to you is both vast and diverse. If you want to try Mobility Movement, go to mobilitymovement.com. That is mobilitymvmnt.com, and make sure you use our code Clydesdale20, all caps, to get 20% off your first six months. That's mobilitymovement.com, mobilitymvmnt.com. Use code Clydesdale20 to get 20% off your first six months. I've been using this since the first of the year, and I am sleeping better than I have in so many years. And with all the back issues I've had over the last five years, this has given me so much relief and I'm able to work out four to five times a week without any pain at all. So go to mobilitymovement.com, that's mobilitymvmnt.com and use Clydesdale 20 to get 20% off your first six-month subscription. All right, there we go. We're live. Yeah. So we are here with Alex, and it's now Willis, correct?
1: It's Gazan, so it was uh, Willis.
0: It was Willis, now um, it's Gazan.
1: But for some reason, they're having a really hard time fixing it on the... Um,
2: like CrossFit. I saw it profile. as Gazan on the on the CrossFit leaderboard.
1: So the leaderboard, it shows up as Willis, but then if oh. you click it, it goes to Gazan. Okay, I maybe
2: <laughs>
1: Yeah. Hopefully it'll be fixed by Granite Games. We'll see.
0: So you were Willis growing up. Now mm-hmm. you're Gazan. Mm-hmm. Because you're married.
1: I am. Yeah.
0: You are. And you are 20 years old.
1: Mm-hmm. I got married at 18.
0: And I read that that's because you're an old soul.
1: Yes, I'd say so. <laughs>
0: So what makes you an old soul?
1: Um, I kind of just had to grow up really fast. Um, I kind of grew up with a lot of uh, hardships with my parents, and you just kind of had to rise to the occasion. And, yeah, that's the simple answer.
0: (laughs) Yeah, so I read in an article that your parents um, struggled with substance abuse. Mm -hmm. And um, so what difficulties did that make for you as a child growing up?
1: Um, I'll, like, preface this by saying, like, I was lucky that they always, like, cared about me and loved me so much, so, like, the love of them was, like, always there. They just, um, they struggled a lot with substance abuse, and that led to things like DUIs, um, jail time, um, other criminal charges, things that, like, had long-term consequences, like, I had to live with my aunt and uncle for a time period um financially there was like no money so like I had to work if I wanted to participate in sports or um if I wanted to like buy anything um so it was more just like a lot of like them not being there or like whether that was physically not being there or like mentally um I just kind of had to take care of myself a lot and um because they did love me like it just really hurt to like see them and like not under at the time, I didn't understand like that it wasn't personal. Like when you're young, it feels personal. Like oh, if you loved me, you would stop. If you loved me, like you wouldn't hurt me. Um, but looking back, like now they're like mostly sober. Um, and looking back, like I can at least say like I always knew they cared. It just brought other challenges mm-hmm. that made things hard
2: sometimes. And just the inability to be able to take care for you.
1: Yeah, and like I have a young brother. He's 5 5 now, but my mom had him when I was 15 and uh right after he was born, she kind of started she relapsed and went through a lot of like issues and that was really hard because when he was born, like my whole goal was just to keep him from that and not being able to do that was really hard.
0: So you grew up as a sports fanatic playing anyways, yes. right? Yeah. Um, and you played all kinds of sports.
1: Yeah. So growing up, like middle school, I did the whole nine yards, like volleyball, basketball, lacrosse, like pretty much tried everything. And then when high school happened, like I really just focused in on lacrosse and dance. And like, that was my
2: main focus. Uh, what position did you play in lacrosse? I have a, my daughter is a junior in high school right now. and Oh, really? Soccer. Yeah.
1: That, that's awesome um i played midfield mostly um Actually. like midfield and then like defense emphasis i guess
2: yeah she mostly yeah. she was playing attack um and then COVID happened you know so that whole freshman year of high school just kind of went out the window and so when yeah. she came back sophomore year they changed her position to defense and she's loving it so like it's
1: oh I- yeah i feel like when you're younger you like want to be on midfield or attack so you can like have the glory like making right. shots and then you realize how much fun like defense can be, especially as the game gets more like intricate and
0: yeah, yeah, that's awesome.
1: Yeah.
0: So I also read that when you were young, you liked weightlifting, but you didn't want to get bulky.
1: (laughs) Yeah. So my dad, um, he was super into like bodybuilding. Like when he was in like a good sober streak, uh, he really emphasized the gym and, he was super like into, yeah, just bodybuilding in general. And so he'd like take me with him. And I totally had the, uh, I don't know, teenage girl mindset of, I just want to do leg day and cardio and like be skinny and mm-hmm. um, yeah. So he'd like come to arms and I wouldn't <laughs> at all. But like, I enjoyed being like fit, especially with lacrosse and like dance and stuff. So it's funny to see that kind of come full circle.
0: It's it's really funny because we have uh, we have partners. Uh, they run a fantasy fitnessing game um, mm-hmm. where you can you pick different athletes in the CrossFit world, and depending on how they do in the season, your team does better or worse. Okay. But they have every event logged from every competition from two thousand sixteen forward. Okay. So they they have some numbers for me. That I'm going to talk about. So someone who liked to skip arm day <laughs> um, at the West coast classic last year, you had two top 10 finishes. Both of them were upper extremity pooling.
1: Yeah. So I guess <laughs> it's, so, <laughs> even though I didn't want to get bulky, I kind of like realized I was good at stuff like that. So like once I got over that, then I was like, okay, this is cool. Like I just want to be strong. So at some point I like made this switch over.
0: Yeah. So we'll get into more with your numbers and and different things like that, but I want to talk about how you got into CrossFit. What was the, what was the mental shift from that freshman year of, I just want to be skinny to yeah. wow. I like this.
1: Um, so I did lacrosse. Like I said, uh, in our school, we had like a lifting class called athletic development. It's like the class coached by the football teachers, you know, where mostly all the football boys go do their lifting. Um, your option sophomore year was to either take that class or like a different PE option. And so I chose to do the lifting class and they had a leaderboard up above the mirrors and it was like bench press back squat, Power clean and then, like, overall. And then they had another section that was like the same leaderboard, but like pound for pound. So, like, based off your body weight. And I like went through the class like the first term and was like, okay. And then I realized like at the end of the term, we like maxed out and like you had a chance to get on the leaderboard. And so that like competitive side of me was like, okay, like this is fun. Like, I like this. and my health teacher, not the teacher of that class, but my health teacher, I was really close with her. Um, and she kind of knew like me as an athlete and had asked if I'd done CrossFit. And at the time, like the only thing I knew about it was, my dad called them gym monkeys, cause he was a bodybuilder and he was like, yeah, yeah like <laughs> don't, don't do that. And then I knew it was expensive just cause like the class format and um, yeah, a little more on like the expensive part of the gym kind of thing. And so I told her no, and that like, I wasn't super interested, but, um, she was like, I think you should try it. And she asked, I don't know if you guys are familiar with Reagan Huckabee. Yeah. So she's from my hometown and she asked if I knew her. And at the time I didn't. Um, and so she like showed me her picture and like showed me her Instagram. I was like, Oh my gosh, like this chick is cool. Like I want to be like her. Um, but granted like it was still expensive and at that time I was like paying for everything I was doing lacrosse like it just didn't really quite seem in the cards and I showed up to class like the following week and she handed me a piece of paper and she's like this is Reagan's number she's expecting a call from you at five like we want you to call her and we want you to do CrossFit I was like okay Uh, and so I called Reagan and she was super sweet she kind of just talked to me about uh, CrossFit and like how their gym worked, because her and Karen and another lady, Christine, were all opening their own gym. And in my head the whole time, she was talking about like one-on-ones and like the reservations for classes. It just, it sounded really expensive too. So I was kind of like, this is cool, but like in my head, like not getting my hopes up kind of thing. And before I could even ask about price, she was like, and before you say anything, like, we just want you to come work out. And she's like, that was like right around a time where my parents were going through um like my mom had just got in another DUI and things were just like really bad. Um, So she was like, before you can say anything, like, we just want you to come work out. And yeah. So I showed up and like the rest was kind of history.
0: So I didn't, I didn't know that story at all. That's awesome that you're Mm -hmm. sharing that. How cool was it that your first like semifinal experience, you were on the same floor as Reagan?
1: It was really cool. It was like kind of surreal too. Like, I, I mean, I still look up to her, but like, I remember meeting her for the first time, like watching her work out and I was like, Oh my gosh, like this chick is so cool. Or like, I would like brag about her to like my friends in high school. Like, do you see that buff chick? Like she's <laughs> badass. Um So it was really cool. It was a really cool experience.
0: And for her to make the games last year. Yeah. Um, I was so late in her career cooking. was pretty cool.
1: Yeah. Yeah. She's a tough cookie.
0: She is. So you start working out there with them. And where is your hometown, by the way?
1: Uh, Oregon. So Hood River, Oregon. It's like a small town kind of outside of Portland.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. So where did you meet Jake?
1: I met Jake at the gym. So I like walked into the gym one day. He was like sweaty and shirtless. And I thought he was way older than me. <laughs> um, I was like, oh, that guy's hot. Uh, but we like met and then. I was currently in like a high school relationship. I'm pretty sure he had a girlfriend. So it was just very like, hi. And then like, I would secretly hope he was coming to class like every night. (laughs) We kind of like just were nothing for a long time and like slowly started to like do accessory work after class. And between when we met and like by the time we started to hang out, both of our relationships kind of like fizzled out. And so like we just started doing extra like body work after class or like doing extra bike sprints or something and it developed into a relationship so
0: that's really awesome yeah so every everything you went through right you talk about you talk very openly about your faith Mm -hmm. how when did you come to christ and was Mm it what you went through growing up or did it happen later
1: i'm so glad you asked this question can i like can it be a long answer
0: sure Okay,
1: it's it kind of like, yeah. it, it ties into like how i honestly started crossfit too like um so i grew up in church like when i was a kid like five or whatever like my parents took me um when they got divorced they both kind of stopped going like we'd maybe go every once in a while my dad completely kind of quit going um my mom would go randomly um so that like constant uh exposure was was gone Um, But, like, I grew up, like, through elementary school, middle school, like, oh, yeah, like, I believe in God. Um, I didn't really know what that meant, but, like, I'd always say it. And, like, I always felt like, yeah, Mm -hmm. like, I want to be a good person. Like, I couldn't lie without, like, crying my head off. (laughs) Like, I just was very, like, morally convicted all the time. Um, And then in high school, uh, right about the time that I started CrossFit – when my mom went through her relapse, she had a couple of friends come over to pray for her. Uh, their names are Marilyn and Bob, and they're like in their 60s. But they came over and I just had this like huge draw, like these people are really cool. Like, and I wanted to like be around them. And I didn't know why, but I like, got her number and just asked if we could go to lunch. And um, they were just like, so like you, people that you're around and you just like feel their peace. Like they were just like, the best people. And uh, when they came over to pray for my mom and like, I got their number, I just kind of felt this tug of like, I keep saying I believe in God and I believe in Jesus, but like, I want what they have. Like, I don't know what that is, but like, I want that. And so I started hanging out with them. And like, this is all happening at the same time that like I start CrossFit and I meet Jake. And so um, they really like discipled me. And I would say that like, when I was 16 is when I really gave my life to Christ. Like, I think he protected me through everything and like the Holy Spirit like guided me through all my hardships, but I just didn't know that that's what that was. Like, I always had something in the back of my head like telling me like, it's okay, keep going. Like, go to school, go to sports, like do all this stuff. Like, don't hold grudges against your parents. And like, I just didn't recognize that it was the Holy Spirit at the time, but like looking back, it's cool to like see it through. Mm -hmm.
0: And did did Jake go on this journey? Was he already on his journey of his own?
1: Um, Yeah, a little bit of both. Like he kind of, I would say, had the same like faith background. Like he believed in God and um, like had very good morals. But he didn't quite like, I would say, have the relationship side of it, which is what I wanted to. And so um, he eventually started going to Maryland and Bob's with me and like we'd go – to their house one night a week and just kind of like learn from them. And, um, I'd say we're still obviously like on a journey, like we're not perfect by any means. Um, it's cool to like have a partner that's open-minded as well. And like, you're able to pursue that together.
0: Did it help you with everything that you have gone through with your parents?
1: Oh, for sure. Like being able to look at things through a spiritual perspective, Um, made it a lot easier like instead of looking at my parents mean like oh my gosh like they're just dumb and they're making the same mistake over and over like I was able to look at it like they're just hurting and they're going through things that they don't know how to deal with but like God can get them through that if they choose to accept that like um, or like from my own personal like standpoint like there's, it's easy to ask like the, why am I going through this? Like why again? Like I've prayed for this not to happen. Um, but having that faith mindset was just really comforting to know, like there's a bigger plan and a bigger picture at the end of this. And, um, so yeah, long story here, it helped. It still helps to this day. Like always.
0: That's awesome. So I want to move into your coaching and nutrition coaching. Yeah. At what point as you're going through your CrossFit journey, do you d- decide I want to, I want to teach this?
1: Uh, yeah. So I started like working out with my dad freshman year, or whatever, wanted to be skinny. All my friends did like the vegan thing. It was like super trendy at that specific time. And well, my, daughter did it too.
0: <laughs> my My daughter's your age. Exactly. Oh. And she did the vegan thing too.
1: Yeah. I it just, it beca- I don't know if YouTubers started it or what, but it became just such a trend around that time. And Of course, like peer pressure, I was like, I'll do it. And um, that lasted like two days, honestly. (laughs) Uh, But it like caused me to kind of just look at the nutrition label and like read the ingredients. So it like started a curiosity, I would say, like around that time. And then um, from there, that kind of like led into like, oh, like what's paleo? What's this? Like just a big general curiosity. And I kind of just like started experimenting with things and Then starting CrossFit, of course, like nutrition kind of became a lot more um, imperative and a bigger picture in my life. And so uh, just kind of going through the whole spectrum of like being super conscious of food, not caring at all, um, and then kind of like learning about macros, like it all was super intriguing to me. So that's kind of it all like slowly grew into a passion for it.
0: And do you, do you still do that today?
1: Yeah, I still coach. I'm not like, I don't have a ton of online clients. Like I'm more like training people in person, like personal training. Um, but I find that like, I kind of like coaching people that already have a handle on nutrition and are just looking for like the macro, um, like more performance side of things. So like, yeah, I, that's kind of my more favorite people to coach. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. You'd rather shine up the diamond than to make it from coal.
1: Yeah. And of course, like I'd love to coach anyone that's like interested in learning. I just find that like, I've had a lot of clients that think they want nutrition coaching, but aren't like willing to put in the work. Um, And I find that people that are more performance based, like are really ready to put in the work. So it's a lot lot more like gratifying as a coach.
0: So uh, next up, Somehow you make it to Vegas. Mm-hmm. So how did that all happen? You join the underdogs team and become one of their athletes.
1: Yeah. I'd say like that was a God thing too. Um, I did not want to move at all. Jake and I uh, got married March of 2020. We did long distance for a long time. Cause like I was set like at home, I was working at the CrossFit gym, like every, since it was a small town, like. Everyone knew me. So I was able to have a lot of like personal training clients through like kids in sports. Um, Reagan was there, Karen McAdam was there. Like I just had like such a good training environment. Um, Yeah, I was like, I do not want to move like at all, especially to Vegas, like I'd never been here. Um, And this was before Carrie and Justin and all those guys moved here. So at that time, like there was no like, oh, but the underdogs are there. Or like there was none of that. But, like, long distance was, like, COVID hit, and then, like, the gym stuff kind of crumbled through, and my some of my jobs kind of crumbled through, so it's like, okay, like, whatever, I'll move. Because um, Jake had moved here, like, a few months prior with his family, really random, like, no reason other than they wanted to move here. Um, so I moved here. COVID was still happening. I was, like, training out of the garage. Um, I started working at a place called Camp Rhino and, like, found a good little training community, and it was, like, super great. Uh, and then a few months later, one of my really good friends and coaches at the gym, Brett, he was like, uh, you're too good for us. Like, you need to go train with Carrie. And at this time, she had moved here. And I was like, oh, you're funny. I'm not going to, like, drive to the gym and be like, hey, Carrie, I'm Alex. Like, I'm going to train with you. Like, I was like, no, no, no. Like, so not about that. Um, but he introduced me to Mel, one of Carrie's friends. And they invited me to work out with him one day. and. I just kind of gone when I could, because I live like 30 minutes away from the gym they were training at. And so like when work allowed it, I would go. And I had reached out to Justin after qualifying for semifinals and was like, hey, do you have room? And he was like, honestly, like right now, I need to focus on the athletes that I have, like talk to me again when the season's over. And so like, I kind of just stayed in his communication line. And once the 2021 games were over, then he was like, yeah, like." Let's go.
0: That That's awesome. So first of all, I, I've been to Culmination. So my other co-host, Kat, and I were at the West Coast Classic. We dropped mm-hmm. in at Culmination. I was shocked how small it is. Mm-hmm. The videos do not make it look as small as it really is.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, and the fact that you, all the underdogs were in there plus their classes and was crazy.
1: Yeah.
0: So – Then the underdogs, you join underdogs, and they move to your gym. Yeah. (laughs) And So that was more convenient for you, correct?
1: Well, so the gym that I work at has two locations. Um, It's the south location, which is totally awesome. It's a really big space, um, and it's perfect for training, but it is far for me. So I got to drive every day.
0: And Vegas driving is not fun.
1: Luckily, like the drive to the gym for me is super nice. Like it's long, but I literally just like pop on the freeway and it's a straight shot for 25 miles and then I'm there. Um but yes, in other areas bad. <laughs> like it's
0: yeah. Yeah. So so now you're a full-time member of Underdogs and you're working out with them every day. What does what does a day in the life of Alex look like in the 2022 season?
1: Um so like a training day, like just regular training day? Yeah, just yeah. Okay. 30,000 foot. <laughs> um, I'll just, tomorrow, I'll give you tomorrow as an example. Um, usually we have like a monostructural or some sort of like just conditioning piece. So usually I'll wake up. Oh, sorry, hold on one second. Stop. My dog is like whining. <laughs> it's really annoying me. Um, so usually we will like wake up and have a conditioning piece of some sort. And... Usually it can last anywhere from like 20 to 40 minutes. Um, Then I'll stretch, come back, eat. um, And then usually I have like an hour or two before like heading to the gym around like 1130. So if I have a, sometimes I'll have like PT clients. So I'll drive to the gym next to me and do that or like nutrition check-ins, something like that. And then go to the gym. We're usually there from 1130 to like. Usually I'd say like three o'clock, give or take, sometimes we're out early, sometimes it's a little later. Um, Training will involve like a strength piece, some Olympic lifting, uh, some sort of gymnastics piece, and then like a Metcon accessory work. Um, And the volume kind of varies day to day. Sometimes we'll have like a 20 minute or like three minutes, you know, like it just depends. Um, And then usually after training, I have to come back. I, I work night classes at the gym close by. So I work like 6.30 to 8.30. Um, And then I usually come home at 8.30, uh, and then Jake and I will either like watch a little show before bed or just go to bed. Um, Those are like the more busy days, like days like today, rest day, Uh, catch up on chores, maybe go on a date if we have time, (laughs) Uh, just things like that. Does Jake compete in CrossFit too? No, he wanted to when he was younger, like when he was teenager years, but... Uh, he kind of just like devoted his whole like time to work. Uh, he's, his dad owns a fire prevention and like weed abatement business and he, his goal is to take that over. So he's kind of been just busy with that.
2: Sure.
0: So I had, I had talked to Justin last Wednesday and last Tuesday he gave you a workout. All of you, uh, that included dumbbell thrusters that he said was one of the worst workouts he's ever given you guys.
1: Oh, yeah, that was so nasty.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And we talked to Ricky that same night, and Ricky didn't mind it. He thought it was actually pretty fun.
1: Well, Ricky is a freak.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So it, it it was as gnarly as Justin made it out to be?
1: It just like... I don't know how to explain it like I feel like maybe we've probably done worse workouts where your heart rate's like crazy or this that or the other thing but it was just like so mental because the dumbbells were heavy like you had to commit to your reps once you picked them up and like that mental aspect of like I'm not ready to pick the dumbbells up especially with two different dumbbell like did you already go over the workout it was like six rounds of six dumbbell thrusters, 18 GHG sit-ups, six muscle-ups, and then 36-foot lunge. And so, like, you'd finish the lunges, but then you had, like, another thruster, like, dumbbell movement. So it was just, like, because they were such heavy dumbbells, like, you didn't want to pick them up. You didn't want to be done with the GHGs or the muscle-ups because you knew the other stuff was coming. (laughs) Like, it was just a mental workout. But it wasn't, like, we got through it, so that's good.
0: Yeah. Yeah, he – uh. So we also talked a lot about you. Um, that episode hasn't come out yet, so you don't know what he said. Oh boy. <laughs> um, he, he was very, very complimentary of the athlete that you've become and that basically there's nobody that can do legless rope climbs as good as you can. No, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> and that if, uh, And that you are turning into a pretty phenomenal athlete. Thank you. And that the one thing that has to happen is mindset that you have to believe that you are an elite athlete. Yeah. So where are you on that journey?
1: I would agree with that statement. Like, I feel like, um, I don't know, like it kind of is happening faster than I thought. So it's a lot harder to like, Oh, like I am at that level or like, I can do that. Um, I think it's getting better. Like I'm sorry. I just shut the door. Um, it's getting better. Like I'm starting to trust myself a little more. Um, but yeah, I think it just comes to like having the courage, to like take risks in the gym and like trusting myself. And I'm still working on that. Um, yeah. I don't know if that answers your question.
0: <laughs> yeah. So again, our friends from fantasy fitness pulled some stuff. You went from let me see here just to show your strength change in the last two years, open 21.4. That was the lift at the end of the open last year. You finished 730th in the world Mm -hmm. in the fourth work, the front squat in quarters last year, you finished 284th in North America this year. In twenty-two point four of the quarters, you finished sixth.
1: Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. So that is that is a pretty significant jump from where you were to where you are, just in one aspect of strength.
1: Yeah, I got lucky. Bench press showed up. That's like, <laughs> that's my my superpower. <laughs>
0: Well, I think that's the part that Justin's talking about. It wasn't just luck that you've put in the work to improve to this point and become an elite athlete. So that, a funny story has come to my mind about the bench press. And so I I, I got to ask it because I had yeah. one of my best friends in high school. She was a power lifter. And back in the 80s, that was not a thing to be. If you are a female Mm -hmm. and she was breaking all the rules back then, but she had a strict rule that she would not date any man that could not out bench press her.
1: That's fair. That's fair.
0: And I know that you wanted to beat the boys when you were in high school (laughs) in the, in the power. So is that the, can Jake out bench you?
1: He would make it happen. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, If I could have his mindset when I work out, I'd be invincible. He, like, he's so competitive, and it's funny because he'll get, like, not angry, but I'll be like, are you okay? He's like, yeah, I just, like, I got to get mad so I can, like, do well. And he'll just, like, if he wants to beat someone, he won't work out for, like, three weeks, and then he'll, like, go to CrossFit and just, like, annihilate class. And I'm like, what are you doing? Like, you're going to get hurt. Yeah. (laughs) So he would make it happen. Not that, like – he is strong, but I don't, he hasn't like committed to training much lately. So like his top end strength probably isn't where it could be, but he would he would make it happen for his life.
0: <laughs> because dating you is that important?
1: <laughs> well, that, or he just wants to make sure he <laughs> can He's
0: so competitive.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: Okay. So what role does Jake play when you're competing? Does he come to the gym? Does he go to the events?
1: um that's a good we're like still figuring out our flow for all that like (laughs) he he is so helpful and like when we got married he was like i'm gonna work like i want you to be able to pursue this dream and like he's been super supportive about that um and like i couldn't ask for anything more like he understands that i'm tired and i don't want to go on a hike or go camping like and he gives me a lot of grace um at competitions we struggle a little bit or like we're still working on it just because Um, I want to, like, be able to give him attention, but I also kind of just get my own little bubble, and um, I admit, like, I do a bad job of, like, communicating, and so we're figuring that out, but, like, he plays such a big role, and, like, he's everything. Like, I come home, and, like, having his support, um, being able to honestly just, like, sit and talk to him on the couch, or, like, watch a movie, like, it just reminds me that like there's a lot more to life than just CrossFit, and like even though I'm pouring my whole soul into like being the best athlete that I can, like he's still going to be there whether I get first or last, um, and that's something like that I can't put a price tag on.
0: So you're in a very interesting situation this year. As an individual athlete, you've never really had to travel to a major competition. No. Because your semifinal last year was West Coast Classic, and you live in Vegas. So you got to sleep in your own bed, kind of stick to your own routine. How are you preparing yourself now that you're going to Granite Games and you're going to have to stay in a hotel? You're going to have to figure out that flow. Are you leaning on the veterans and underdogs or the coaches?
1: Um. So it's going to be me. Uh, Matt Delugos and then Justin. Uh, we're the only two from Underdogs that are going to be in Granite Games. Um, so, like, obviously, like I'll lean into Justin, like, mm-hmm. for advice on everything. Um, and of course, like, I'll be nervous. Like, it'll be a whole new environment. But I did compete at Wadapalooza on the team, and so like I have at least the experience of being somewhere else, being in an unfamiliar environment. Um, yeah, uh, that'll be it'll be interesting, but like. I'm not so nervous about that. Like, I think it'll, like, we're going to go early, so we'll have a few days to adjust. Like, my friend Alex, uh, one of my best friends, her family lives there. So, like, they're giving us, like, a, their house to stay at. So, it'll feel a lot more, like, natural and not so much, like, oh, we're in a hotel. There's no kitchen um, and all
2: that. Was this your first time competing at Uh
1: No, I competed okay. on a team of four. Uh, in 2020, right before COVID hit, Um, and it was like all for fun. So there was no like seriousness or like, oh, we're going to podium. Like, I'm pretty sure we were on like the intermediate like team of four. So it was all for fun. Uh, But this was like the first year that I competed in the elite division.
2: So what'd you think about it?
1: It was really fun until the last day. And then it was like a total (laughs) shite show. Right. Um, (laughs) But it was really fun. And, like, competing with Ali and Kyra was a blast. Like, they're both super awesome people and athletes. So, like, it was fun to, like, be on the floor with a lot of big names that I probably, like, idolized for a long time. And, like, oh, like, we're right along with them. was really really cool. Yeah.
0: Yeah. This year was my first time ever at Wadapalooza. I could not believe how much fun it was to just hang out and be a part of, like, all this fitness. Mm Mm-hmm so much fun. Um and you guys did awesome. It was fun cheering you guys on. I've I've interviewed Allison a couple times and got to meet her a few times. Um and you know, she's America's sweetheart, so
1: Yeah, she's so sweet. She's awesome.
0: Um what is that like having people like Allison and Bethany in the gym with you every day who have been through all this stuff before?
1: It's really like it's so cool. I feel, I remember like going the gym for the first few times like when i would go train with carrie and see bethany and i was so nervous at first like oh my gosh like these girls are crazy like they're so good and um they all just have really big hearts which is like something i can't say enough about like they want to see everyone else succeed and i've had some really good conversations with bethany about stuff like outside of the gym and um Yeah. They're just really good role models, like all around. Um, and Allie too. Like she has so much experience just like competing and with life. And like, she's a really good balance of like being really serious, but also like it is just one workout. It's just this one thing. Like there's a lot more on the other side and, um, yeah, they're really great.
0: Yeah. I, I think if Allison makes the games, the roof will come off the building at the Atlas games
1: uh, I'm, yeah, I'm so hopeful and excited for her. I think she has the potential and like totally can make it happen. And I know she worked really hard and um, she deserves to go. So I hope that the cards fall that way.
0: Yeah. She's worked at it for so long. It'd be cool to get that ticket punched.
2: Totally. So, one of the things I love about watching the underdogs, just from my outside perspective, I mean, and from talking to several of uh, the uh, the group, but it really seems more like uh, very much like family oriented.
1: Yeah. uh, Yeah. I would say so like Justin and Ashley, like they really care about everyone. Like you could probably call them about something going wrong at home and they'd be there for you. Like it's in and out of the gym that they care. And I think by them orchestrating that, then like, we all also have adopted that for each other as athletes and like friends and Mm -hmm. it's nice like i feel like i could call anyone and be like hey like my cars broke down and like they'd come help and uh, yeah it's nice
0: yeah they're amazing people after i met them i wanted to move to vegas myself (laughs) (laughs) so and don't worry about your dog amy and i have two dogs that are we each have a dog and they're always trying to get on the podcast. Yeah.
1: <laughs> he's so Here, I'll bring him over. He's so cute. He just wants attention. Dude, come here. He's a big boy. He's a pit bull Can Oh, I wow. get my camera? Whoa. Oh, no, I can't. Hold on. Maybe okay. I can't. No, I can't. I'll just scoot down to him. He's like 100 and... Oh.
0: oh. Oh, he is cute. Yeah, he is. yeah. He's
1: just like a really big love bug. So he's whining because I'm not petting
2: right. You're talking, but not talking to him.
1: Yeah. He's like, mom. Yeah.
2: yeah.
0: And what's his name?
1: Uh, Duke.
0: Duke. That's pretty appropriate. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. He's a, he's so cute. I love him.
0: So with underdogs, could you have, could you have found a more perfect fit for you than what, what you found just by being in Vegas?
1: Oh my gosh. I'm so thankful. Like it just, yeah. Uh, no, I couldn't.
0: <laughs> Yeah. They're just amazing, amazing people. Um, trying to go through my notes here.
2: Oh yeah. No worries. Well, I want to know what, what do you like to do like on your downtime? Like when you're not training or in the gym, like what do you and Jake like to go do?
1: Oh my gosh. Well, right now I'm lame and I don't like to do anything because I'm so tired all the time. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, If I'm being honest. Uh, But when I, Maybe it's not as busy of a time, like with training or like mm-hmm. uh, I'm not worried about feeling recovered, like I love to dance, like I go take some dance classes now and again, um, Jake loves like hiking and camping. So um, we'll do that, like drive somewhere and go for a hike or he's really into camping setup, So he likes to like pitch a tent and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Like going, I really am a big water person and I wish Vegas had more like rivers and stuff because my hometown did. There is like some places about an hour away. So if we have more time, like in the summer, it's fun to pack some paddle boards and go to the water. Um, But yeah, honestly, like a perfect chill day sounds really nice to me just because I'm always so tired.
0: So I think you and Amy may be twins.
2: (laughs) That would be exactly what I...
0: Because she loves hiking, water and uh dogs and dancing
2: (laughs) perfect do you dance i do just i mean just fun dancing nothing for me yeah Yeah, when i'm coaching all the time i'm dancing
0: she dances around the gym while she's coaching
2: it's true and also during an emom if i'm doing an emom of something once i do my lift then i'm dancing until the next minute so
1: yeah you got to keep it lighthearted that's right yeah
0: and she's all about the music. It's got to be the right music in the gym. So yep.
1: yeah. Mm-hmm. I love that.
0: So now that you finished 12th in North America and you have all this confidence now in yourself and you're going to Granite Games, what is the goal?
1: Hmm. I would love to not spectate at the CrossFit Games this year. Um uh... Yeah, I feel like, honestly, the goal is to go and obviously give my best and, like, channel the mindset of, like, I have what it takes. I just have to execute, and we'll see what happens.
0: I also noticed, for a very young athlete, you have a lot of sponsors.
1: We're working on it.
0: Yeah. So you're with Born Primitive. Mm
1: Mm-hmm.
0: That seems to be a thing with underdogs. (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah
0: um ice age meals mm-hmm. swolverine
1: yeah so a lot of all these guys like they took me on kind of like when i first started or like last year in the beginning of the season and um I'm, like they're not quite fully like i still have to work like i'm not like monetarily <laughs> sponsored but like having food and like
2: clothes like
1: and supplements paid for is really helpful
2: you're on. Okay. Can't hear you, Scott. There you go. Still now. I oh, hear. now I can hear you. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That can be a big bill. So you, you want to make, mm-hmm. at least that's taken care of.
2: Yeah. And I'm super thankful for that.
0: Or um, have you signed with an agent yet or are you still.
1: Um. Are you guys familiar with like elevated management? Uh, it's kind of newer on the scene. Um, I met Benji at West coast last year. He's James Sprague's manager. Oh. Um, but I met him and it's kind of like started working with him last year and he's who got me connected with born primitive, um, and RPM. So I've been working with Benji and he's been really awesome.
0: That's great. Cause Mm -hmm. as a young athlete, you need to have that representation to make sure that you can make this your career.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's the goal. Like I'm hoping I wasn't expecting to like have any big sponsorships, especially last year. Like I didn't feel like I had a lot to offer on the table as far as like I didn't have that many followers on Instagram. I had only gone to one semifinal. Um, but I'm hoping that depending on how this season goes and ends that, um, having a little more on the table could be beneficial and, um, getting a little bit more monetary help, like sponsorship wise.
0: Well, I, I just want to say the way Justin talked about you the other night, like I had to get you on the show.
1: I'm excited Um, to listen to it now.
0: Mm-hmm. um so because he i think you're into the next thing coming up the the pike and i can't wait to see you perform at granite games i'll be there Thank live you. so
1: oh you will um, that's awesome
0: so hopefully i can get some interviews as you're coming off the floor after your event wins
1: <laughs> pray for some more bench press huh
0: <laughs> <laughs> or legless rope climbs
1: sure that'd be great that'd be there good go.
0: too. yeah uh, what what are your other favorite moves? You like pushing and pulling? Um,
1: I like a heavy barbell that's not snatching. So like clean and jerks, cleans, dead. Like yeah, just not not a heavy snatch. That's the one. That's the one heavy lift I don't like. Um, I love honestly. I just like really high skill movements. So like legless rope climbs, ring muscle ups. Um, I feel like I favor better in a workout the hard like the harder it is. Mm-hmm. Um, Like I'm not bad at just like grunt work, but I'm better at higher skill work.
0: That's great. Granite is an an amazing place. If if you've never been, I haven't. I'm excited. It's the only semi outside, yeah, which is crazy. Gonna start Um,
1: working out in the heat to get ready for that. Yeah,
0: and uh, it's a beautiful stadium, a beautiful facility. So I think you'll have a good time. And uh, with that. We also, I want to invite you back for another episode in the future. We yep, like to do couple that. shows. Okay. So, I'd love to have you and Jake on. He would,
1: love that. He would absolutely um, love
0: that. And then, what's cool about that is the spouse always rat you out on everything. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I already see it. I already
1: know. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well,
0: this I'll has start been fun, my Alex.
1: I before that.
0: <laughs>
2: yeah. Tell him what he can and can't talk about. <laughs>
0: So uh, this has been a blast, Alex. Um, Thank you so much for joining us.
1: Yeah, thank you for having me. And uh, good luck
0: at Granite. And hopefully we'll see you punch your ticket there.
1: Yeah, I'm excited to meet you guys in person. That would be great. Awesome. Thank you so much. Do I just, do you hang up or do I hang up?
0: Well, I'll hit stop record if I can.
1: Oh, then we'll still, okay. (laughs)
0: Thank you for joining us on the Clydesdale fitness and friends podcast. Remember you can find us now on YouTube as well as all major podcast platforms. Please go ahead and hit that subscribe button on whatever platform you use and consider giving us a five-star rating. Thank you so much for joining us and we'll see you next time on the Clydesdale fitness and friends.